I have a software question for you, Grant. Oh, no. Well, it's not it's not really a software question. It's almost like a philosophical question about just your whole deal. Um wait, okay. <laughs> but it is related to Is this to a software. question that you expect me to be willing to answer on air? Yes. Cuz you just said it's about my whole deal. <laughs> that feels very personal. <laughs> um trust me. So okay, I I, I will do. preface this, which is that in the last couple weeks I I changed the text editor that I use for like the third time this year. I've been after being relatively stable for a while in what I use to like write my blog posts every week and just do different things that I like to write. I this year have been a little bit more transient in what I'm using. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I've ever directly asked you this question, but I do want to know over the years what has been the motivation for the several, several CAD programs that you've installed? Oh. Like, is it like oh. a feature set thing? Is that you find a new tool and you just want to try it? Like, like, what is it that has led you towards installing very many programs, by my understanding, over the course of many years? Oh, I'm... Okay, I, I will answer this question. I'm also just like, I don't <laughs> want to sidetrack too hard, but I'm so curious about like what brought this up. But, uh, no, I told oh, you what brought this up. It was just me thinking like, oh yeah, I've changed text editors a bunch. And the okay. closest thing that I know about you in terms of just like software interests that it yeah. could, that could be comparable is the cat yeah. programs. It just so happens that those come up because they're so much larger than text editors. <laughs> they, they, wait. Yeah. They certainly are a little bit larger than the what, two and a half megabyte text editor I have on my computer right now? Uh, where is it? Let's I was going to say, I should, I should check how big the one that I currently use is. Because it's, like, it's a, it's a well-done application, but it's not like, it can't be that big, you know? Uh, 66.2 megabytes on disk wow. is my current main editor. It's a pretty chunky one, if you ask me. Well, because it's not just like a basic text editor, you know, it, it, yeah, it's got it's a, a little bit more oomph to it. Yeah, Versus, do I still true. have Spider involved? I wonder how big this is. Spider is like a Python IDE. Yeah, that one's 780. <laughs> Wowza. Yeah. But I don't really use that anymore for anything. Anyway. Um. So what's the motivation? It's... I don't want to say it's been like a feature creep or anything, but it's been a... <laughs> because that's not what it is it's it's been a main motivation free and Mm -hmm. not that inconvenient um and so i've gone through a series of them and like this is also including ones like i'm just going to talk about cad programs in general like i certainly have also used ones that aren't downloaded like uh i've def i've used frick what is it there's certainly like a browser-based one that I've used or two different ones. One of them was Tinkercad, which is like not something I used. Something I I used enough to know how to use it so that I could like help people who have never used a CAD program before troubleshoot it for a class I was teaching at one point. Okay. To help kind of a, a professor who had like kind of a wild idea that I very much want to encourage because I thought it was fun. Mm. Uh, 
and they knew that I had like 3D printing experience and I was already going to be the TA. So they were just like, oh, let's, let's do this thing. Are you down? And I was like, heck yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyway, but the ones that I like have downloaded on my computer, mostly it's been just like bouncing around between free things and finding what has the best feature set and like, yeah, what has the best features and like capabilities while also having not insurmountable uh, downsides. Hmm. So in, in terms of like a learning curve or what? Um, somewhat a learning curve also in just, just in term, certainly learning curve is involved, but like the one that's popping ahead to mind the most is um, I really want to love free CAD. It is like the, it's, it's like the open source CAD program, like the quintessential one, I would say. Um, and FreeCAD, I have, I will preface this also with, I have not used FreeCAD in eight years. Um, That's a long time for software. Yeah. And so, and I, I have seen people go through it since, and I don't think it's to the point where I would use it again. Um, but at the time when I used it, it could do everything that I wanted, I think. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as intuitive as I would have liked. But the biggest like thing that killed it was it wasn't capable at that time. I'm, I'm fairly confident this has changed. At that time, it wasn't capable of creating complex enough objects on my computer because mm-hmm. of... I'm what I'm guessing was just like lack of optimization in certain aspects of it. And so once you got to a complex enough object, as you were like adding constraints to a model, it would really, really bog down sure, and get just like to the point where it was completely unusable. Um, and so I didn't like being limited by the complexity of an object necessarily. Certainly that will happen at any, at some point with most CAD softwares, I think, um, except for maybe like professional grade ones. I don't know, but, um, you're not going to find out. Yeah. I'm not going to really find out. I don't think so. That was, that's the main one that like, and so it's mostly just been like finding alternatives to that, um, and bouncing around what free ones are offered to me at the time. Um, cause certainly when I was like in undergrad, I had different offerings to me that were free because I had most CAD programs make it fairly easy to get free educational licenses, things like that. Cause they want you to learn them while you're a student and then you'll convince your company to buy it for everyone when you get a job, I think mm. is their thinking. Um, but yeah, I haven't really changed recently. I've I've been using the same program for a while now, and it's really the only one that I use. I have others still downloaded, but I should really just like uninstall them, sure. or whatever, because there's I literally don't use them. The only reason to keep them on my computer is because I have like files in their stupid proprietary formats. Mm. But currently, the one that I use is Fusion three hundred and sixty, and it's like cloud based, which is annoying to me. Uh, yeah. Ooh, Autodesk. And, I've heard of them. Yeah. So they're they're one of the like two big companies. And so Fusion 360 is like 
one thing Autodesk does well is, or at least in my opinion, my very, very uninformed opinion is I feel like they are fairly self-consistent on the types of tools they have available in their different software packages and how they work across each software package. And so like I first learned CAD on Autodesk softwares. <laughs> so like the th- what things are called in the like workflow is logical to me because it's what I first learned. Yeah. And it also has the advantage of like, it's also a fairly powerful tool that they also sell to, I don't want to say professional users, but like to, to premium users, like someone who is going to make any money off of it or something. Yeah. So they have a lot of really good, powerful features. The only real big change I feel like that's been made that is dumb and annoying, but not annoying enough for me to not use it is like, so you can only save, I think you can only save things in the cloud, but that's how it always has been. Um, And you could always like export as different file formats. At one point they decided to stop allowing export in like non-proprietary file formats. And so you can only keep their proprietary file format, which is dumb and annoying. And then they limit you to 10 editable documents at once or editable files or projects, whatever they call it. Um, which is dumb and annoying, except the fact that it's like the the effort to change a file from editable to non-editable and from non-editable to editable is literally just like two clicks. Mm-hmm. And so like if I am at my document or my project limit, whatever, I just like turn something off that I'm not currently working on because like my computer is also not capable of having 10 projects open at once. So yeah. like there's no reason for me to have 10 things in an editable format at once because mm-hmm. I can't edit them all at once. That makes sense. So at this point, it's fine for me and I just don't really... It it has all the features that I would want and I anything that I would switch to, I don't think has as much feature... has like... is as useful to me as this is. So... Sure. It would, it would be like making significant changes and compromises for like philosophical reasons. Mm-hmm which I'm not opposed to objectively in my life, but in this circumstance, it's not something I'm just because of, yeah, because of the high learning curve. Hmm. I'm not willing to do that. That makes sense. So that kind of cover what you were looking for. I think so. That is a whole lot more. Uh, Yes, that is, that is good context for the last five years. (laughs) (laughs) Last five years of why I have computer problems because I have no storage on my computer. Exactly. (laughs) Because I also have, that's one of the things that I've noticed, uh, Looking through my computer, one of the scourges on my uh, amount of stuff I, or like in terms of amount of stuff I have saved, mm-hmm. so I've got a lot of CAD files and like, sure, or like 3D files of some sort. Yeah. Uh, and none of them are ones that I need. Like this week I had one, I had files that I was looking for. There's like, I should have these. These are logical things for me to have because I have made them, but I have printed them before. And there are things that I obviously would want to print again in the future based mm-hmm. on their inherent nature. And I somehow did not have them. So okay. I had to like go hunting through the internet and eventually like track them down. Yeah. But. Wild. Yeah. Uh-uh. Again, my version of this is text editors. But again, with a much different set of like, like it's not like I'm losing anything by having a bunch of them. You know, I, I can install them with impunity and it's not going to be a problem in terms of the available storage on my computer. Um, 
Unless you want to count the fact that I still have to have Microsoft Word installed, and that's 2.3 gigs. That's far too much, I feel like. I hate using mm-hmm. Microsoft Word. Yeah? Yes. I also am not a huge fan of having it downloaded as well. Yeah. I have power- Why do I have PowerPoint downloaded? I don't even know why I have this installed. Maybe I was mm-hmm. like helping Aaron with something? I can't think of why. Because I don't use it for anything. I at least use Excel and Word for dumb things. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. At least I use them for dumb crap. Yep. Yes, good old, nice, light text editors. The mm-hmm. two that I've mainly used, 57 megabytes and the aforementioned, now it says 90 when it's in applications, but I don't actually know what it's measuring yeah, okay. It says ninety size, ninety megabytes, sixty-six point two on disk. I don't know what that means. My guess is that the applications folder is actually telling me like the size of both the application and its like related content or something, like related oh my files. God. Because Word is actually says one point four six gig on disk. So I don't understand what the size is actually telling me. But that explains why iMovie is the biggest, because it must be telling me, like, the application... No, that does just say 3.47 gigs on disk. I don't know. I'm confused. This is... I'm... I was thinking I had more dumb stuff downloaded than... You know what my three biggest applications are? iMovie. No, I do not have iMovie downloaded, I don't believe, (laughs) unless it's way smaller than I expect. (laughs) What are they? Word, Excel, and then PowerPoint. Huh. That's actually what very fascinating. Heck? How big do they say they are? 2.52, 2.21, 1. 1.89. Okay. Word, yeah, Excel, that, that, that more or less matches what I'm seeing in terms of like magnitude, you know. And then, wait, why? That's funny. How do, do I, I have big, I have larger apps than you? That's actually kind of funny. Do I not have iPhoto on my, like, but why does it say? Well, the Photos what? app itself is going to be a pretty small app, I think, right? So there's my, like, my Photos says, app is 40 megabytes. It says iPhoto, but then the icon has like an X over it, but yeah, it still says 1.22. Like dead. Oh, is it? But also your computer's super old. The that's app has fair. not been called iPhotos for many years, is my yeah. understanding. But that's um, why, like, why is it called this? I don't know. I'm not in charge. Um, but yeah, my, my biggest above the office suite what why do i have this downloaded it's not even supported (laughs) i don't know because you have an old operating system how do i that's my guess i would go to the trash okay good luck i'm sure this will just shut down (laughs) maybe maybe i shouldn't do this or i wouldn't (laughs) well it's too late now (laughs) okay yeah Um, i have iMovie is the biggest almost four gigs yeah i remember removing that an app called Affinity Affinity Publisher, which is a different Affinity is a company that makes Adobe like products, but mostly just in like the visual design part. So they have like their version of Photoshop, their version of Illustrator, and then the Affinity Publisher is their version of Adobe's InDesign, which is for like creating, you know, like documents. Like, yeah, like like documents meant for publishing in various ways. Ah. So Mm -hmm. I learned InDesign when I was co-authoring the puzzle books at work. Like, that's what Mm -hmm. we used to, like, create all of our, like, elementary school books was InDesign. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but InDesign is expensive. Adobe stuff is expensive. Affinity Publisher, it was like a one-time purchase. And I wanted it for other re- other personal reasons, and so I got it. Mm-hmm. But that one's 2.75 gigs. And then freaking Notability, which I still have on my Mac, even though I never use it on my Mac, is actually <laughs> sandwiched between Excel and PowerPoint in size. Mm. So that's interesting. And then the rest of the one gig and above club is Diffusion B, which is one of the many uh, AI art tools. Mm-hmm. But it just runs on the Mac. Uh, GarageBand and Google Chrome. Everything else is less than a gig. I'm looking through stuff and I'm finding things that are interesting. I have a few program or applications, uh, which are, I also happen to notice that I don't understand how computers work. Why do I have this Otero uh, app installed? Like I have, I have like uninstaller applications for applications and the uninstaller is larger than the application. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's, and it's multiple things. There are multiple things that I have that are like that. They got to do a lot of work to take all the cruft out of the system that they install. <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> I am realizing I should double check the random apps that I just deleted on a whim. I think I only deleted stuff that I know I can delete. Um, but okay. Yeah, we're good. I just realized why some of these random apps that I wasn't expecting are on this computer is because the other week. When we were about to go to San Diego, Aaron's computer screen, like, broke. Mm. And so she had to use this computer that I'm currently using. And, like, she made a new user. But I guess the applications on every user is, like, shared. So, like, the file, the the, individual files, like, your downloads folder and your desktop and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. that's separate. But the apps are shared, I guess. So I can see those, which is why I was confused. Now I know. That ex- that explains why PowerPoint is there because Aaron would have needed it for something. Mm. Would be my guess, at least. That makes sense. Our good friend Grant has brought the comic "Ordinary Bill" by William Wilson, and Go Comics is being slow and the image is not loaded yet. So that's all I got for the moment. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So I chose this comic this week, um, because I wanted to talk about. Uh, it'll the... load i can always pull it up on my phone every okay. sometime this has been happening with some frequency i don't think it's like go comics is broken because it's not broken in the way that it has been in the past but it is like it like takes a while to initially get itself sorted out and then it'll start loading like just a slow properly. boy so i'm gonna test it out on my phone here see if i can't get it situated all right we're ready to go we have quite the odd comic to start. Uh, first frame, we have sort of like a, st- a bad stick figure drawing. The stick figure on the left is meant to be some sort of like mermaid, merman kind of character holding a bit of a spear. And there is just like a chubby old dude with a beard wearing sunglasses stick figure on the right. And we just have like text on top. So, the guard will enter the tank with the food. And then, next frame, the old man with the beard and the sunglasses still just standing there, while a new character on the left, having some spiky hair and a backwards hat, is hitting this mermaid merman with a chair. Bap! Very strong chair noise. (laughs) Bap. 
Uh, and this frame is, says, while you distract him, I'll sneak up from behind. And then the uh, this guard is fully unconscious on the ground, stars above him as the other two stick figure characters scurry off to the right. And this frame says, then you and I will escape out the filtration while the guard is unconscious. And we now come back to the like proper cartoon here of a guy drawing. We see, we see like a zoom out version of this guy, like drawing this on a board kind of, and he's the guy with the backwards hat with a marker in his hand or something. And there's a guy to his right who is kind of a chubby guy with sunglasses and a big beard. And there's another guy to the right who is the guard-looking guy, but he's kind of drawn in a translucent way. And the guy on the left, who's been drawing, says, Not bad, huh? The guy with the beard, who also seems to be holding a beer in this more detailed version, says, For a toddler, maybe? Didn't you say you were a professional cartoonist? And the translucent guard, maybe he's underwater, maybe that's what they're trying to say, says, I love comics. So, Mark. Well, that was a lot. It was a lot. And um, I think because it was a lot, maybe what I'm about to ask is more excusable. But I think this might be a fun game. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Before I submitted this comic to you for reading, I read it and read all the words correctly. Upon my first reading, when I was trying to read through as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. I read a word incorrectly, but, like, I do that all the time. So, like, I, I just do. don't even worry about it. I just, like, kind of – that wasn't the point of the read-through. Like, I knew I would finish the comic and then go back and figure it out. Uh, but I read a word incorrectly, replaced it with a word that is not what the word is. Um, and I would like you to first mm-hmm. guess – see if you could guess what word I read wrong – and then guess what you think I thought the word was. Okay, can I can I can, can you give tell you me hints. which frame it's in? Um, it is in the third frame. The third frame. I was I, full transparency. My guess was is either definitely the first or the third. Seemed to be like the most ripe for misunderstanding or misreading. Yeah. So that's at least slightly helpful. Okay. So my first thought, the thing that feels like a thing that you would misread is the word filtration. Hmm. But that's just because, like, there's a lot of consonants kind of, like, in a row there. I don't know what you would misread it as, but it just seems like... Okay. Because the phrasing there is already weird. Escape out the filtration. What? Yeah. Like, the filter, maybe, but, like, that's just, like, weird. Um. So, so maybe do you have a guess was... for what you think I read it as? Am I right that that's the word? I'm not going to comment on that. Okay. Well, like I said, I don't actually have a good sense of what I think the word would be because my next guess is guard because it's kind of written a little weird. So I don't know if you, if you thought that it says like, it almost looks like the the U is an H. Yeah. Or maybe you just were reading really fast. You thought it was like gourd or something. Who knows? So I will Um, say, I think the problem was related to the weirdness of including the word filtration. I read filtration correctly. Okay, then you know but what I skipped it. The sentence okay. felt weird. Um, uh-huh. And so I think it led to me misreading another word. I think you're hitting on all the things. Because okay. you hit on filtration being weird. I think that contributed. Uh, and you hit on the... Uh, the handwriting. 
the handwriting, and I definitely think the handwriting contributed. But okay, it so wasn't then is it either of those words. Yes. Okay, but do you want to take a guess at what oh I thought it was? God. And then you're uh, going to be appalled when you hear what I, I no, thought. I'm like trying to like hold it at a distance now. You know. No, no, um, no. Just, just like pick out five random letters and think of a random word that includes those five letters and is fairly similar in length. <laughs> Hibiscus. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, that's not a bad guess. <laughs> what is it, Grant? Uh, I read this frame as, then you and I will escape out the filtration while the guard is innocuous. Ah. Okay. And I was very confused. Yeah. That's not the weirdest, like, misreading you've ever come across, you know? No. I, I had that... It's like, technically, a guard that is unconscious is kind of innocuous. I don't even understand what innocuous means. It means like not harmful. Yeah. yeah. Like safe, whatever. Mm. Do I want to go down this route? No, nah, we're going to go down a different route. Okay. Um, Remind me to bring it up later though, when we're done. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, so Mark, okay. This was more of just a fun exercise to uh, give us something to chat about. Cause I thought it'd be funny, but I really wanted to, ask you about um breaking out of prison oh yes have you have you seen the great show prison break dang it <laughs> is that what you're going for i can't tell if this is gonna make it better or worse <laughs> but i was gonna mm, ask it's, would you it's... tattoo a map of a prison on your body for me <laughs> <laughs> it's been have, many years since show? i've seen that i sure did with my uh with my <sighs> dad and i think just my older sister I don't remember if Olivia ever watched it. But yeah, we watched the first two seasons, I think. I don't think we ever made okay. it through the third season. Um, but yes, we watched it. <laughs> Was it good? I remember the first season being enthralling. And then after that, it's just kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it really didn't the- have the legs for a longer show. Okay. Because we need to like- do... They escaped prison in the first season. Spoiler That's what alert. I thought. That's what so I thought. So then it's like season two is, guess what? They wind up in a different prison somewhere else. Does it? But, but now, like, the whole premise of, like, this guy tattooed, like, a coded version of the map. Yeah. Like, that, that can't exist anymore. So now it's just, like, a regular prison break show. And that's not as fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, did you like the main character of the show? I don't even know who played him. Uh, I don't remember either. I don't. I can't say that... that any of the characters were meant to be likable. Okay, interesting. Um, because so I haven't actually unlikable. watched the show. I haven't okay. actually watched Michael the show. Schofield. That does sound familiar now. But I have like seen episodes here and there, and have watched like summaries of the first season. Okay, and I always felt like. Because I definitely did see a few episodes in the first season when it first came out. And I always thought that he was intended to be a likable character. I mean, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, is he likable as a person? Or is he an like, anti Not, not necessarily. Not, not really an anti-hero, but it's more just like, this is not a show where it's, it's not, obviously it's not like some feel-good show. Like, you're not supposed to, like, well, yeah. identify with anyone. So he is a character you root for. Yeah, you know, yeah, because it's set up in a way where it's like, let's not even worry about the morals of breaking out of prison, you know, 
um there is there is the like basic like okay there's a guy who'd committed a crime and then he's not supposed to be there right so let's break him out like there is that mm-hmm. l- layer to it so there is a like moral reason to want to root for this person but it's yeah. not like it is just like the sort of character that you're rooting for but it's not like he's a likable guy none of them are because they're all in prison okay you know but he's he, a smart guy he's a guy that you can sort of like but isn't he in prison because like he got himself put in prison so that he could break his brother out who was falsely put in prison or something yeah but that doesn't make him a likable guy it makes him like a like admirable in a weird way interesting i i love your distinction between likable and whatever else you say i don't have to like someone but i can respect them you know well yeah but that's kind of what i mean um i don't gosh, know I the have, main I thing what i wanted to I say what's important you go the the guy so if you just search it up and look at the cast robert nepper the guy who yes. plays teabag oh um I remember this guy. I remember being... I don't remember actually the order. If I watched this show first or Heroes first. Yeah. But this guy is in one of the later season of Heroes. Oh. I'm pretty sure. And I remember being like... Like, he's just the sort of actor that he's always the bad guy. Like, yeah. there's no way that this guy is capable of playing um, a good guy, you know? He's in yeah, the he's Hunger in, Games? Um... I don't know, is he? According Apparently. to his IMDb, he is. Probably not as, like, a very notable character. I don't know who Antonius is, so I think that would stand up. It's pretty far down in his list here, so. What? It's in his top four that comes up for me. Okay, well, on Google, it's, like, not at all. Okay. It's, it's way far down. It's the la- those last two movies, so we don't worry about those, as previously discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he was in the final season of Heroes, which I don't actually remember finishing. I think I, I must have watched this show first and then Heroes, because I think I recognized him from that. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, I remember it being a good show. If you just want to, like, binge some random show, it's probably worth watching, even if you know everything that's going to happen. Like, it's, yeah. it's one of those shows where it's, like, the, 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 the name of the show <laughs> and the premise, it's not like they're trying to hide something from you. It's not, it's not like it's yeah. lost. You There's know. no clickbait going on here. No, there is. There is a. There is an initial episode where a guy gets thrown in jail, and we learn why he's why he's getting himself thrown in prison, and then everything else goes from there. Right. Mm-hmm. It's more about the how than about the what or why. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wouldn't get a map tattooed on myself for you. Okay. Second question. Mm-hmm. Um, if you for whatever reason went to jail mm-hmm. and became jail or prison i guess prison okay and became friends with db cooper mm. what Everyone's would you do favorite plane heister because that's something that i think is baffling to me about the show prison break is that they have db cooper involved i don't remember that i believe you i'm sure if i, I look at the cast list it'll show up or if i look it at could the also be summary. just like some inside joke about the youtube summaries that i watched uh but well, i feel like i vaguely guess. remembered something related to it no yeah 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 yeah. okay well i will say at least or on the wikipedia page db cooper yeah that's very different i'm just serious i just you know command f for cooper on the main wikipedia page and it didn't show up the main article, Prison Break Season 1. Okay. Uh, yeah, some guy who's believed to be D.B. Cooper. 
like very heavily implied to be db cooper right okay sees episode 11 someone 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 he admits to schofield that he is db cooper and the money is real and he wants in so this is the thing back when i was watching this in probably like eighth grade i had no idea who db cooper was yeah so anything related to this did not stick with me (laughs) it was it was just like how did you become aware of db cooper do i know i uh, I knew i didn't know about him here and i knew about him by the time he showed up in the 24-hour musical okay right like i was aware of him before that I, i just don't know if it was just one of those fun it's just one of those fun facts that you just come across in some point in your life who knows what it could have been it could have been reading about something could have been from a podcast who's to say mm-hmm. but i now know who db cooper is and i did five years ago or whatever so i, I can't point out so but yeah i bet when i was watching the show all i thought was that they had like talked about who db cooper was but it's not like a thing that i thought was outside of the realm of this fiction Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, oh, they've created this character and he just admits to like being this person and he has some money. Cool. Mm-hmm. So this would be funny to watch later and, and and see if it just comes across as incredibly cheesy and stupid. It probably is that, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. I find it interesting. You know what else I find interesting, Mark? Uh, XKCD by, uh, is it, is it Randall Monroe or something or what? You nailed it. Yay. Um, is this the title of the exact, con- like, sloppier than fiction? Is that the title of this scene? Or is that, I am not that up on XKCD. Like, what is sloppier than, f- is that just the title of the comic? Yeah, I would just call that the title. The title, sloppier than fiction? Okay. Because XKCD is not just like the, okay, anyway. Um, and so so we got we got two two stick figurey dudes one of them i'm gonna admit i think is kind of insufferable you'll figure out we'll see if you can figure out at the end which one that is um one of them i'm gonna call glass of water and then the other one i'm gonna call no glass of water so uh it's just just two characters talking uh, a glass of water saying even though it technically wasn't cheating she dumped me anyway oh i'm reading with the wrong inflection i'm sorry even though it technically wasn't cheating, she dumped me anyway. So I tell you, Brett. So I tell Brett. <laughs> and he's like, she sounds just like my crazy ex. And I was like, dude, what was her name? And it was the same girl. I swear. If they made my life into a movie, no one would believe it. Quickly cuts to no water. Yeah. Though mostly because the poorly written main dialogue, poorly written dialogue, and unlikable main character. Which one do you think I don't like, Mark? Well, you really did justice to that joke, Grant. I really did. I am going to be honest. I <laughs> made my first comment uh, based on the fact that one of them has a goatee. I know. Uh, and That's then, was funny. <laughs> as I was skimming through the comic, I was like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that." <laughs> but it's fine. What do you mean? That I didn't like one of them. Did you? Which one did you not like? The one with the goatee? Yeah, the one that's yeah, described exactly. as unlikable. Exactly. I, I thought that's the joke you were making about. Wow, I really did that one justice or something. No, just you your reading of the comic. Oh wait, are you saying that I did bad? I'm saying it was not great. 
I appreciate honest feedback. It was a, it was a little stilted, I would say. A little stilted? A little stilted. Damn. I, shoot. I'm sorry. The hover over text, I will add, because it's a KCD, so there's always a hover over text, Aww. is Roger Ebert once called you directionless and unwatchable. Nice. Ha. Um, Grant, first of all, important question. Could you pull off a goatee? Could I pull... I don't understand the nature of your question. Hmm. Could I pull... Like, what do you mean? Like, could I grow a goatee that could be pulled off theoretically by a person? Like, do I have the physical ability to grow said goatee that could be pulled off potentially? Or are you saying like, if I grew a goatee that could be pulled off, could I follow through and pull it off? Or are you asking previous situation, but not could I, would I? So the thing is, it it sounds like you're purposefully not interpreting my question in the way that it's meant, um, which makes me feel like you're being overly literal, but I honestly can't tell. And now I, I'm here wondering. <laughs> I honestly am not trying to be difficult. I just genuinely don't like, so I am okay. capable the fr- of the way that you started. I assume that you were start trying to be overly literal and you are now using the term pull it off as in like shave it off or something. Oh no, 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 just no, being no. Confused. Okay. No. All I'm asking is, I wish I had you an ass. I wish I just skipped this whole line of questioning now. <laughs> oh, is this not the point? No. <laughs> I do not like goatees. I would not get a goatee. Okay. I could grow a goatee, but I would Perfect. not do so. Glad we sorted that out. Except That's all for, I needed. for comedic purposes or to make others uh, openly express their displeasure towards me. I don't know why. Maybe if I wanted Perfect. to test if people were honest with me. I would do that. That's that actually, you know what? If I wanted to be toxic and test those around me to see how honest with me they were, that's a good idea. I love that. But I wouldn't do that because that seems weird and manipulative. I also agree. Okay, so here, here's the kicker question. Do you have a goatee? To, to finish off this episode in, in classic second comic style. Ooh. A very unserious question for you. By that, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, what, like, one to two year period of your life would be best for, like, a TV show or movie? Of my life? Like, oh, like let's God. just say there is a show about your life. Like, what is the, like, best year that would actually be interesting? Even if, Even if it's, like, you know, there's a lot of artistic liberties taken. And how it's represented. Like, what is what has the best core for it? You don't even have to explain why. Mm. Just, like, what part? What year? I'm trying to decide, like, what the genre would be. Mm, that's actually a very good point. I hadn't thought um, of that. Because I feel like that is going to have a big effect. Mm-hmm. Or I'm also trying to decide, do I just, like, want to name... Do you want me to name a genre for you? Ooh, maybe that would be fun. Yeah. Okay, I I already have the answer. Yours is going to be a like oh no uh, Christmas claymation. I want you to edit that out uh, and replace it with anything else. <laughs> um, I'll no, just you answer don't. your original question. Okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I would rather not. Okay, it is going to be one of those like um. No, give me like a. A mainstream genre like no i am adventure, it's going to be action. 
rom-com. Like, no, it is a com- stoner it is comedy. A, it is a like I'm gonna call it a dramedy, but only but a dramedy in the way that like a sitcom, like a not like a sitcom, but like I'm thinking like a mash between like Malcolm in the Middle, where there's like interstitial oh. narrative. Oh, right? my freshman year, Malcolm in the Middle style. 